Grace and peace to you. Friend, think of that one thing that you want to do. That one goal you have, that thing you want to achieve, but somehow something always gets in the way. When I was little, I played the violin. I played all through school and somehow stopped when I got to university aged 18. The two main stumbling blocks I had to being a better violinist were the desire to make time to practice and in my last two years at school, a spate of broken fingers. I currently have two and one-eighth violins in my study. I say one-eighth because I have two regular-sized and this very small one. I have the space and the desire to get back to playing properly, but somehow the blocks of not making time to practice remain. It's not just in our desires for work or for hobbies that we end up with stumbling blocks littered across our path. It happens in our life of faith too. We could all do, I'm certain, with reading our Bibles more, praying more and sharing our faith more. There isn't a magic amount of any of those that's enough. But as we understand more of God, as we show gratitude and share concerns with God, and as we live out our faith in actions and in words, as we do all of that, we're growing in faith and that is good. These are the rocks which we use to overcome our stumbling blocks. And in today's reading, we hear about stumbling blocks and the rock on which the church is built. So let's listen now. The reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 16, reading from verses 21 to 28. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Alistair. What a reading. Jesus predicting his own death. Jesus calling Peter a Satan. And Jesus explaining that following him is hard. In the reading, Jesus highlights some blocks and some rocks. He shows what gets in the way 
and what following him will be built upon. He explains that following him means picking up your own cross, giving up the pursuit of position, wealth and power, and rather following him in a life of service, generosity and forgiveness. And with that, Jesus calls Peter a Satan. It's important to try to understand that. Jesus is not calling Peter the Satan and whatever that might mean. When Jesus is saying, get behind me, Satan, he's not talking about evil personified, but he's talking about one who resists the truth. The truth that Jesus spoke was predicting his own death and resurrection. And Peter resisted that truth, saying he would fight for Jesus not to be killed. And in resisting this truth, Peter was being a Satan. As Jesus passes by that resistance, that block, he then outlines the road ahead. He can outlines that following him means picking up your cross and getting on the road too. This is tough. Just a few verses before, Jesus had said to Peter that he'd be the rock that the church was built upon. And now he's saying Peter gets in the way of the truth. Wow! Once we see what's going on here, it's something really powerful. Jesus, God who walked the earth, has deliberately chosen Peter, the rock on which the church will be built, knowing that he is flawed. Isn't that wonderful? For what could be called one of the most important jobs in the history of the church universal, Jesus chose somebody who was so obviously flawed. As we think about our life of faith and all the challenges we face in that, it's easy to stop and feel unable to do it. It's easy to think that you're not good enough, not holy enough, not eloquent enough to do all that you feel that God's asking you to do. But as you see these stumbling blocks in the way, remember that Peter, the rock upon whom Jesus built the church, was flawed to the point that Jesus called him a Satan. God calls each one of us, flawed as we are, to pick up our cross and live a life of service, generosity and forgiveness. We're called by God to stand on the rock and share the inclusive and outrageous message of love that is the resurrection story. As you think about these things this week, seriously consider the stumbling blocks in your life, the things that are stopping you or the things that are slowing you down. As you think about them and think how you might address them in all aspects of your life, remember that God calls you, flawed and imperfect as you are, to do the perfect job of loving other people for who they are. As you pray this week, pray for all who are affected by the upturn in COVID-19 cases. Give thanks for those in caring professions and pray for those who are working on a credible vaccine. If you want to sing this week, singing of God's call to follow him in number 533 in CH4 is good. And as always, the link is down in the description. And before we go, a little bit of housekeeping. As of next week, Sunday the 13th of September, things are going to be slightly different. We have been given permission here at Bridge of Allen Parish Church to open for worship so that at 10am and 11.30am, 
we will have services in the church. Please see details in separate social media posts with information about that. But as for these videos, they will continue, but will be broadcast a little earlier at 8am on Sunday mornings. And in addition, I hope we'll be able to live stream our 10am service on Facebook as well. Please bear with us as things change slightly and any mistakes that we might make. But for now, go into your week knowing that God loves you, even though you are flawed. That God calls you to love, even though you are flawed. That God knows you and offers you perfect love. Amen.